We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome to Pod Mavericks Presents Group Therapy. Doing this a little bit out of order today because of a daytime preseason game hosted in Abu Dhabi, where the Dallas Mavericks fell to the Minnesota Timberwolves 111 to 99. My name is Kirk Henderson. You are joining me right now. It's about a little bit before 2:30 Central Time. Uh, for those who have been joining the show for some time, this is our uh, kind of live reaction show. Uh, normally, Josh Bow and I do a, a podcast, which we will do later on tonight. But this is our, uh, our our fan, you know, participation show. This is a place to come hang out, get off your takes, uh, not only in the chat, but by clicking the link in the comments. If you're joining here live on YouTube, you can come up on. Uh, the show with me. You don't have to have your your video up, but it works on phones. It works on computers. We have been having fun in here since last April. Prior to that, we used to do these shows on Spotify Live and then Locker Room and Wayback. And they're a good time, uh, at least I think they're a good time, and a way to sort of process out uh, your feelings. Now, uh, group therapy feels a little harsh for a preseason game. But here we are, because that's the sort of, uh, you know, that's the, the state of basketball. We've been missing basketball, Mavericks basketball. This is the first real game that the, the senior team has played uh, since what, April. Uh, and I call it the senior team just in the sense of the Mavericks Summer League team played and we did some of these. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to people's overreactions, you know, for an 11 o'clock game in the morning. Uh, you know, let's just, let's kind of talk through this. And in the meantime, if anybody wants to join, just go ahead and click that link. Otherwise I'm going to be talking to myself for, for, uh, you know, the duration of the show, which is not any fun. Um, the starters were, you know, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, Grant Williams, 
uh, Omax and Derek Lively, which was something that, you know, Jason Kidd kind of bounced around a week ago on Mark Stein's show where he said, like, it could happen. Then during a media scrum last weekend, he said it would happen. And to be quite honest, I'm rather delighted that he followed through because the one thing about Jason Kidd is that he doesn't really hold like things he says ultimately don't matter. Um, and, and he knows it and Rick Carlisle knew it and all coaches know it. Um, it's, it was a really pretty fun game. All things considered the Mavericks got walloped early, but that was, you know, kind of is what it is. Uh, Omax and Derek Lively looked like rookies, which is just fine. Uh, Lively in particular picked up four fouls in about 12 minutes, but I didn't see anything in his game that concerned me because I don't think he was doing anything stupid. Uh, he was not woefully out of position. Uh, he, he was big boyed a few times, but that's fine. You're playing against, uh, you know, two of the better big men in the NBA and Rudy Gobert and then Carl Anthony Towns, you know, th- there's quite an introduction to the league. So, you know, watching what he did uh, was was interesting. And, you know, as, as the season wears on, the standard will go up for what we kind of hope and expect from him. But I certainly had no problem with how he played. One thing I was particularly confused about is why on earth it took until the end of the first quarter to run Omax, I'm sorry, uh, Lively and Luca pick and rolls like it. All this, who knew, you know, Luca can get to the rim and lively can dunk the bejesus out of the basketball, not a particularly complicated uh, concept, but the Mavericks just, just didn't do it. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, the team as a whole missed 14, uh, their first 14 threes, which was an element of why they got waxed early on. They also couldn't guard and they had a little bit of a hard time rebounding again with the aforementioned two Minnesota bigs. So that was a little bit of a problem. But as the the first quarter wound down, the Mavericks found a little bit of offense. Uh, the second quarter uh, was a little bit better. The Grant Williams, who you know he 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 did the, the it was a really r- almost remarkable um, Dorian Finney Smith Smith impression. Sixteen minutes, six points, two of seven on shooting, but all of those shots were three point shots. Pair of defensive rebounds and one assist. Also a block and a turnover, uh, but he his two threes came on back to back plays, which you know it's it, he's going to get these looks, and I, I feel confident that he's going to knock them down at some point. Um, we got Chris waiting here to talk, so I'm going to pull him up in just a second after I kind of finish going over what I, uh, the bigger picture point of the game, the second quarter, and then the second and then the third quarter, we saw a lot of uh, Jaden Hardy and Josh Green, and they were remarkably fun together. Uh, to the point to where I found myself questioning where Tim Hardaway plays. Uh, that's my level of over- overreaction. Uh, the fourth quarter was was a little bit, you know, kind of a, a bench clearing. We got to see Jordan uh, Jelly Walker get up some buckets, and I had a real nice pass. We had um, a guy that I forgot was on the team. The, the Weisskamp guy hit a three in his one attempt. Um, Rashawn Holmes played a little bit and I just, I don't think Rash Holmes is going to play, but I hope he does. I just hope he does. I liked watching Holmes play, but overall, we'll get another chance at this on Saturday morning. Hopefully, uh, you know, the, the starters will come a little more alive. You know, Kyrie Irving had kind of a disappointing one of six, negative 22 in just 14 minutes, but the, all the starters looked terrible. All of them to a certain degree, even Luca looked terrible until he finally found a shot. Anyways. All right. Coming up first, we're going to bring up Chris. Uh, Chris, how are you? Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the show. 
Hello, hello. I am uh, at work in the back warehouse here. Yes. That's what I'm, 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 I'm at work too. I have my phone open and I'm waiting for my boss to call me at any moment. That's the best part of these. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I was able to get the TV on at work here and kind of watch the game a little bit. And then I was watching it on my phone some, but at half dedication, I, I just gave up at halftime though. So I actually didn't watch any of the second half. Um, went, went on my lunch break and ended up taking a nap in the car. So, uh, just there, there. That's a good use of time because look, the only the only real thing we're going to get out of this is overreaction and maybe a little bit of a sense of community. There, like people are already calling for Jason Kidd's head, which is just my favorite. Um, not because I necessarily disagree, but I'm just like it's it's one game and they're not going to give anything away. But I still had fun watching them play, even though it was pretty ugly. What'd you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be the first one calling for Jay Kidd's head, and, and just like everybody else, I'm absolutely overreacting to this game, but that's part of the fun of it, right? It is fun. To be able to overreact and, and, and be a little bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just say that the team didn't look ready, and it's not the first time that a Jay Kidd team has not looked ready or prepared, and I think it's it, it's it's a common theme with with him and his staff that the team is not ready when they should be ready now i know they're trying some new guys out i know we got to see what's up with the rookies um but i think it's just another example of jay kid not being the guy and some people are saying hey you know they had to travel 16 hours they're traveling well guess what so did the timberwolves i'm pretty Bingo! sure no i'm pretty sure they had to fly over to maris kept saying well. that and i'm like bro <laughs> what are you doing also he kept calling them three-way contracts which was the funniest fucking thing like they're like why like why uh damaris brian damaris on the Mavs okay. broadcast he kept yeah. saying three ways and it just made me laugh every time i'm like why is that on your brain it's a two-way oh, contract <laughs> sorry sorry i missed that sorry i missed the brian damaris three-way talk oh yeah uh, but yeah it, i i understand i mean it's the, the lack of preparation has been something that fired me up in a big way both of the past two starts of the seasons because it's preseason, I'm going to forgive it. But it is something that has caused, you know, we have uh, 17 in the chat says it's the same patterns from last season, Kirk. I, I don't disagree. But I also don't want to spend too much time being mad about it because I thought there were enough interesting things to where I sort of want to focus on what I liked more than I didn't or what I hated. Um, there, and then there were things that were, you know, like Omax kind of looking like a deer in headlights was probably the thing that shocked me the most because he was so fun in summer league. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's the first one they play, they play two more of these, these kind of interesting preseason games. And, you know, Luca looked, Luca looked like Luca, which I think was nice. And beyond that, I, I don't have a ton of takeaways. Like I somehow churned out 800 words for this game in a pre in a, in a recap, but I don't really know what I said. I just kind of like, you know, <laughs> just kind of rambled on for a while. Yeah. I think, I think something that it reminded me of, and again, it's preseason. Let's not overreact too much, but Jay kids, very first regular season game, which would have been, I guess, 21, 22 season. Mm-hmm. And they played the Atlanta Hawks on the road and they got blown out embarrassed by like, by like 30. And that was the moment. So I've been on the uh, ship J kid out of town, fired J kid since that game, because I'm like, look, I know, I know sometimes you lose by 30, but that's in the regular season when you're doing back to backs and you're traveling to have your first game of your new staff, your, your, your new system, you're in charge to get blown out like that. It's just a lack of preparation 
Um, there's a lot of issues, I think, with the culture. And I think no matter how much I get excited about the young guys, this roster still has some huge gaps in it that are going to prevent this team from probably being in that top four conversation. I hope I'm wrong, but the eyeball test is telling me that the Mavs, Lively, Omax, they just are going to still have a long way to go. And I don't know that Lively is going to be ready October 25th to be a starting center in this league. I hope that he will get there, but I don't know that he's there right now. Strong take. Really appreciate you joining the show and kick us, kicking us off, Chris. Now I got yeah, seven. Man. I got seven people waiting. That's how you, yes. you you started the trend. This is what I'm here for. Let's go. Let's go. All right, Thank man. You so much, you have man. A good I'm rest of your day at work. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. Yep. Bye. Okay, let's go with uh, my man Andreas, who probably wants to go to bed. He's <laughs> over. Or, where, where you're in Germany? Uh, yes, I'm in Germany. So much appreciate in there. Um, a matter of fact, I've still been at work. I'm a little bit sick. I still managed to squeeze in some minutes, though, uh, of this game. And uh, I... Um, it's your Michael Jordan flu game, watching Dallas it, Mavericks preseason basketball. It, it is a little, isn't it? So uh, there are a couple of things. Uh, like Chris also, which um, were baffling me too a little bit. Um, the enthusiasm wasn't there, really. That's the first mm. thing I got. I mean... Um, some guys want to carve out some minutes to carve out a position, maybe not with maps, but somewhere with a two-way, not three-way. <laughs> that was funny. Um, somewhere, maybe not with maps, but whoever picks them up, right? Right. Uh, AJ Lawson and uh, um, Dante Axon's offense looked awfully stale to me. Sure. Um, he was looking, uh, passing, uh, what's going on? You know, no, no dribbling, no nothing just uh, uh, waiting for something to happen at the free throw line, uh, free point line. So that was that was um, quite a reality shock or check. I think not only for myself, but hadn't a, a, um, um, how do you say, deer in the headlight, headlight in the deer, um, that, that sort of saying, they were all sort of uh, big lights in the arena. I think um, not only the spectators were shocked, but also the players to some degree. Mm-hmm. And the others who could really play weren't really in it. Uh, Kyrie Irving, I think he is obviously a way better player. So that was that was what is a bit disappointing. In the same night, where the Wagner brothers uh, did 44 uh, for Orlando, that's enthusiasm. That's that's what I want to see. That's you know preseason game doesn't matter. Um, that's 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 what I would like to see really. Um, I didn't really understand those lineups. I didn't see awful lot, but I didn't really get it. Um, maybe that was the tinkering preseason. Maybe that is it. But I really didn't understand it. Maybe I'm not smart enough to get it. Um, maybe you can make some more sense of it or other uh, who watched it. Do you mean the starting lineups or the stuff you saw after the starting lineup? Um, after, I think the starting lineup with uh, uh, Omax is 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 not a bad idea to to see how things go mm-hmm. and i think jason kidd said that much that he would like to give the uh, yep. rookies uh, a try and i don't find this to be such a horrible idea really uh to really see what they're made of to 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 give them idea what a bigger stage really means um but uh after that that's um many guards then many forwards i i didn't mm-hmm. really get this. um um, maybe there is some some logic or magic behind it. Maybe both. So this is what I what I got. One one funny thing is uh, Rudy Gobert not sweating 
at all but having iced knees really <laughs> that was no i mean a lot of that's um a lot of that and and as as a as a i'm now a runner which is ridiculous because i am six foot three and weigh 240 pounds icing <laughs> your knees is fantastic after running it, it just it's like it's like um it's maintenance recovery. And so you want to, because yeah, you, only, you only get one. I mean, I suppose you can get artificial knees, but basketball players don't have artificial knees. And so you only get those one set. Okay, no, I get that. That's uh, I take that back a little bit. Uh, I get it, though. No, it's always funny to watch when you're like, well, why is he doing that? He just ran up and down the floor <laughs> twice and swatted a bunch of shots. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that was funny to me at least. Mm -hmm. Well, um, so my enthusiasm is reduced to to a certain degree after this uh, reality <laughs> kicked in after one game. I'm a little bit surprised about that, but I guess that's that's how it is. I and said, I said, like <laughs> it was like the first quarter, and the Mavericks were down twenty-two to five, Ooh, and I think right. I. I think I said nothing like a preseason basketball game to having to 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 have me questioning everything. Like it's just it's, it's just this is awful. Like we're so excited, and then it's twenty two to five, and it's like, what are we watching? This is awful. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell myself it's just preseason, I don't, and I'm gonna tell myself like I'm I'm giving the Mavericks fifteen games, and I'm I'm lying. I'm not even gonna be able to give them five. I'm going to try to give them fifteen games before I become an asshole about the team. Okay, we'll see about that. I, I will. Um, let's see who will be grumpier faster. You owe me. Uh, That's, that right. Is. That's right. That's right. All right. I will let you go. Thank you so much, Andres. We'll talk Thank soon. You very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Okay. Um, let's see here. We have. All right. So before I bring up our next guest, I'm going to bring up one of our European guests next because I'm sure he'd like to go to sleep. Then we have Brian waiting patiently in the chat. Then we have somebody else with the delightful name of uh, Butt Cheese, uh, who is uh, your, your device is not connected. So I cannot bring you up. So if you can reconcile that, I can bring you up on stage. It won't. It physically will not let me add you to the studio. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, I appreciate y'all for joining. If you could go ahead and, and head down into the, you know, kind of near the comment section if you're watching on mobile. If you would like the stream, 
liking the stream is very helpful. If uh, while you're down there, if you would consider subscribing to our show, if you are not a current subscriber, I try and during the season, I will try to post these videos in advance to where you can hop into our YouTube channel, click the notify button, and it will notify you when you go live, as I mentioned at the start of the show. And as I do as a broken record, uh, the subscription thing will and, and notifications will let you know when Josh and I go up almost immediately after uh, buzzer beating. He and I do between 20 and 25 minutes on the show or on the, um, what do you want to call it, on the game itself during regular season. Then I host one of these and we tend to, these sometimes are are, are like late night drinking sessions where people just whine and, or, or celebrate until the middle of the night. We have fun. That's the point. It's supposed to be fun. And if it's not fun, at least you're celebrating or at least you're talking and commiserating with like-minded folks. Uh, all right. Coming up next is my man Hyperion, who is from Hungary. Uh, good evening from Hungary. Yes. Yes, I got Hungary. it right. Okay, good. I just couldn't, sometimes I can't remember anything. Oh, so, no, how no are you? Problem. I'm 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 doing good. It was a long summer. I I was I was hoping for Mavs basketball. Seeing Luka Doncic again in in Mavs uniform. I watched FIBA and watched all these sport podcasts around the American hemisphere. That's right. Uh, so I went to Twitter and saw Oh, Luca scores 25 points in the first half. Oh, I see my, and I thought, oh, this is going to be a great game. And I see the score, and I was like, oh, holy <laughs> shit, what is happening again? He was, he was, I, the fact that he had 25 points, I didn't even realize he had 25 points because the Mavericks are just kind of getting blown through to the rim. And it, I was so focused on the defense. And then all of a sudden, you see there was like a really great and i put it in the in the recap the nba uh, account posted it and i'm pretty sure the there's a twitter account called like mavs blog that it guy does a lot of clips during the game yeah the mavs blog um is is a great twitter follower um and he does uh he posts a lot of in-game clips and it was a pick and roll luka going down the right of the key, of of the um of the paint and throwing at like getting Rudy Gobert to freeze just enough and then throwing a beautiful one-handed lob to Derek Lively that just brought the house down. It was great stuff. Yeah. I looked, I looked at the box score. Just love it. Like uh, two and three years ago, Luca has 20 plus points. All the others, one, two, six. Oh, it's been the same thing for six years. <laughs> like that was, yeah, it's painful. That's why just whenever like Kyrie it. joined, it was nice to see other people score, like him scoring. Yeah, nobody shoot the basketball very good in this game. Apparently, so, they yeah. were missing badly in the warm-ups from there's a couple of people. My friend Deshaun, who's there uh, covering the game live, he he flew in from India to cover the game, and he said they were missing everything in the in the warm-ups. So it, it wasn't entirely shocking when they just couldn't hit the broadside of a barn to start the game. Okay. Uh, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Uh, what is your expectation for this Mavericks team? your honest expectation my expectation is seven eight plan like where they're in that range in the back end and then the mavericks make the plan my hope is five or six seed and they really figure something out i don't see the floor like last year they had to tank to get to 38 games when everything was awful so for me right now, I have a floor set at about 42 games, 42 and 40 on the year is where I think the floor is. 
the ceiling is difficult for me to predict because it so much relies on Lively and Omax being decent. Because if they're functional, you get more minutes for everybody and then everything works down the line where it's, it becomes a, a kind of a, a, a positive cascade where everybody's able to take advantage of the fact that they're, you know, you're not playing Dwight Powell 25 minutes, you're playing him 16, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. I sort of agree with you. I think the Mavs whole Mavs season is about how good and how fast can lively and prosper uh, play get better and Josh Green and Hardy how how big of a step they are going to take if if uh, if Hardy and Josh Green plays like like a good starter then I think Mavs can be six six seed five seed because the West is so strong mm-hmm. and they were and good I, tonight did you get to watch uh, I, I I read your recap and you wrote that Hardy was good, mm-hmm. so I believe you. He did. He he. You know, it was so funny watching him do the things effectively that he looked just terrible at in summer league. Uh, he was only four of ten from the floor, but there was a decisiveness to his game that was really nice. He, uh, I, mean, I think, he got to the line a number of times. Yeah, he had eight free throw attempts. Like, that's fantastic. I mean, you only hit half yeah. of them. That sucks. But getting to the line is awesome. Yeah. So my only problem is, as a Mavs fan, I'm happy that they took another route. So they changed the roster. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy that Kid is still there because I don't think Kid is a good enough coach. As a Luca fan, I will be very frustrated, I think, because he, this is his sixth year. Yep. And I, I don't think the Mavs are good enough to win a playoff series because they they will be a sixth or a seventh seed or something like that. And they will play a much better team in the playoffs in the first, first round of the playoffs, I think. And when I look around the NBA, I look, Jason Tatum has a team again, which is just full of. Again. Always. (laughs) Yeah. Look, uh, if John Morant can grow up, he has a great roster also. And if, if Zion Williams can, Williamson can stay healthy, he has a fantastic roster around him. And this, as a Luka fan, makes me very frustrated yep. because they have so much better talent around them. And and I feel for Luka because Slovenia is a great country. I, I love Slovenia, a very beautiful country. But... He always plays with talent disadvantage mm. in FIBA, in the NBA. And yep. just, just once I want to see Luca with a better roster around him. But we will see. I hope that uh, that Lively and Omax, which both are, are both likable players or persons, which I uh, see in interviews. So I hope they will be good very fast. Yep. And then we can... Next year, Dallas will be uh, exciting to see, I think, if they show progress. I understand that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything else you'd like to say? No, thank you for the content. Very good. Always like to read or and watch you and uh, Josh and everybody else. Mav, CBA, shout out. Love it. What he writes. 
because I don't understand half of it, but I love to read it. <laughs> hey, I'm glad. Hey, we appreciate you, and uh, you have a good rest of your night, and we'll talk soon. Okay, goodbye. All the best. All right, All right coming up next, I'm going to bring up Brian, and then my man Glenn, I can see down there waiting, and then Leo. So thank you so much. Brian, what's up, guy? Yo, my man, can you hear me? I can. You sound good. Thanks for joining. Of course, of course. Thank you for having me. Eh, yeah, that was a that was a fun game. Look, man, I'm I'm not here to be negative. It's preseason. preseason we got we got, we got eighty games game. to be grumpy. Yeah, dude. Preseason exists for one reason and one reason only, and that's to confirm biases. Mmm. Strong take. It, that is the only reason it exists. All negativity does not exist. Only thing I saw was Jaden Hardy getting buckets and Josh Green taking getting benched personally. Well, I, you know what I saw. My and I didn't thought I I thought Rashawn Holmes looked cool. yeah he looked good like not only did he look good he looked fucking cool like he's got the, he's got the glasses <laughs> yeah he had the he's got the headband and the armband and I'm like I never once looked cool playing basketball a day in my life so it's like when dudes look cool playing I am extremely jealous and he looks cool yeah he he looks like he should be getting more minutes but he also looks like he's gonna be the guy I think Dwight tweeted about this. He's going to be the guy that a lot of us are like irrationally yelling, why isn't he getting more minutes? Well, because he hit a mid hook shot. I've not seen another Maverick do that since Eric Dampier. <laughs> look, man, he's he's going to be good in the pick and roll for the five minutes a night that he plays. Yep. But we're going to be wondering why it's not 15 and everybody's going to be mad again. But, you know, Jason Kidd, so is what it is. Uh, but Well, what else did you like besides Hardy then? Uh, I thought Lively looked pretty good. He... He got hit with, like, a really, really, really bad, uh, like, rookie whistle, which, to be expected, he is a rookie. He shot the water off in the paint the first six minutes that he was playing. Uh, and then, you know, he, he got, like, two fouls, I want to say. Maybe when he got his third, they took him out. Or, like, at six minutes, they took him out. And He's Dwight going to foul out a lot. And I think we're just all going to have to get I, – I think kids should play him until he fouls out. Yeah, really that's do. why he, he left him in with four earlier yeah. and some – I think – one of the uh, announcers said, yeah, he's going to have to learn how to play with four fouls. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly right. So leave him in the game. It's fine. I'm, like I'm totally we don't, with it. the Mavericks need him, but if they don't have him, they have other options. And so it's like, you don't want to do the holding him back thing and taking him out where you're concerned about the fouls. Cause he's going to have to play. Like he figured it out at Duke. He's probably, I, I don't know enough about his high school career. He's probably so physically dominant that it didn't matter. But if he figured yeah. it out at Duke, I don't see why he can't figure it out with NBA coaching. Yeah, everybody that watched him play, like that either jumped into the college season last year halfway through or watched him play from beginning to end said, yeah, once he was fully healthy from his injury, had an actual point guard running the team, yep. and kind of knew what he was doing on defense. He was the best defensive player in college. So that's kind of all I need to know. And this game kind of confirmed my bias because we couldn't really get any boards, but Gobert and Cat, they weren't scoring in the paint when the game started. They were yep. scoring because they were hitting threes and we weren't. Cat was also cutting to the basket like he's an off guard. Cat was like getting these like yeah, handoffs in the middle of the paint. It's like no one's going to take a charge from that guy. They had no. said the, the Wolves offense was cool. Yeah, and that was without end. So like uh -huh. imagine you've got that. You've got them running like DHOs for Carl Anthony Towns from 23 feet out. And he's charging at the rim. And you've also got Ant like as a kickout option on the other wing just hanging out waiting to get the ball. So – yeah, yeah. The, the wolves are going to be good. The wolves are going to be fun, but I don't care about them. I'm not here to talk about no, them. I am here to talk about Dwight Powell getting uh, thrown all over the place once he got subbed in for Derek Lively. I thought is that, that was new. Fun. 
No, it's not. But I was like, damn, dude. I just spent the whole summer like rehabbing Dwight's image in my head. Like, you know what? I was way too hard on him last season. They asked him to do a bunch of stuff that he couldn't do, and he did the best he could. And then immediately I'm like, damn, he just got outplayed by like a rookie and a dude that was out of another team's rotation in this game. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel it. I understand why it's frustrating, but I have a I have a I have a dark sensation in the back of my brain that says he's gonna end up starting like twenty five games this year and we're all gonna be screaming bloody murder. Look, I'll take twenty five over sixty. Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll take twenty five over like sixty or whatever. And as long as like even if Lively is like a Powell type starter where like he starts the game, plays Mm -hmm. the first six minutes, comes out, and then he only ends up playing like twenty two or whatever. I can be cool with that. As long as he's getting most of his run with Luca, they sure. they definitely should have, like you said, been spamming like Luca and Dwight, uh, not Dwight, uh, lively picking roles a lot more early on, especially when Luca and Kyrie kept shooting and they just weren't making shit. Like really I thought it was a great time to go to like, hey, let's just run simple pick and roll. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot um, of ISO early on drove me nuts. Yeah, people complaining about oh, well, where's the where's the playbook? Where are the plays? I'm like, it's preseason. It's, it's preseason. They're not running shit. They're just running. I saw <laughs> saw one guy. I said because there's a lot of those uh, the Kyrie Twitter like fan accounts. Yeah, it's like and some of them were just like I saw one just like losing his mind. And it's like it's preseason. Kyrie will get. They absolutely require Kyrie to cook if they're gonna win. So I'm not worried about him at all. Yeah, he missed a bunch of shots that he usually makes. Yeah. I'm not concerned about Mid-range, that. Mid-range, shorty, yeah. About no, he's Seth great. coming off of the bench before yes. Hardy. That, that's right. That's going to be fixed within the first eight games if Hardy's going to look like this because that doesn't sure. make any sense. That's, that's a good take. Yeah. Well, man, you got anything else? Uh, oh, Max, brother, get to working on that corner three. Other than that, that man has an. I, I I I typed this out and deleted it like six times because I don't want my tweets to be misconstrued. I every time I see Omax, his thighs. The man has thighs like an offensive lineman. He is enormous. Being, Somebody like uh, Xavier said that that Lively's a little light in the ass. Uh, uh, Omax has the direct different. Like he, he has a big behind. He's gonna be. I just can't wait. I just can't wait till he develops. Yeah, I wish Ant would have played because like Ant put on a good bit of muscle from where he was. That's two large men running into each like, other. Yeah. I wanted to see them on the court together. Cause Omax was going to dwarf and people were going to be like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? That That's right. Fun. Cause Ant's like six, four. He's more like Josh Green size. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, thanks so much for hanging out. All right, brother. Thanks for having me. Oh yeah. Always appreciate you coming up. All right. Coming up next, Glenn, who has been waiting a long time. Glenn, thank you so much for waiting. How you doing? I'm good. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm trying to, uh, trying to settle my uh reaction i got too excited about that's what this is for talk through it a little all right let me talk i got two things at least two things i want to hit up one guys jason kidd has a good problem but a bad problem because all those minutes that that uh hardy was getting you do know that they are and curry are earmarked for tim hardaway jr those minutes are so the The second thing is, yo, if I we could have, they could have stayed home to play a pickup game. I am sorry, I am, and I know it's the first preseason game, and I know I could be sounding hysterical, but man, 
give Luca the ball and pick and roll all the first quarter and then the second quarter to try to do it to Kyrie. I would like to see them actually run a set, a set of plays that they have been working on since we have an entirely new ball first quarter score as many points as you can shouldn't it be the opposite shouldn't the first quarter it be about getting the team involved and yeah. then maybe the second quarter and then the fourth quarter you take over if nothing else is working i don't like how jason kidd and i said it not you i don't like how jason kidd is stacking it i don't want to see luca play hero ball because what happens is he falls in love with that crap and he doesn't involve the rest of the team so we have these four-foot passes between him and Kyrie back and forth in a critical part of a game. Um, sure. Sure. I like the players. I like the rotation. I don't like how we are actually setting them up for success mm. in one preseason game. That's just me. Was, no, that first quarter was so ugly, though. Like that, that, I don't necessarily think you're overreacting about anything incorrectly because you're down tw- – it, it was 11-1 to 1 at one point. Like, you don't go through a whole preseason or a whole offseason and come out and look that – So, it, it was not fun to watch. You hope they do something different. I advocated a while for, for what you just said where they use Luca like a hammer, but later in the game, not early. And I, they were missing everything. So that was the flip side to that, where it was like, even when Luca was making the passes and they're, you know, doing corner kickouts, like nothing was happening. So we'll see. I mean, they get another chance against this exact same team on Saturday. So, so hopefully it'll be a little bit of a different look, at least. Yeah. I don't mind Luca being the hammer. I just don't understand the logic of not getting your other teammates involved. You, you can't be a hammer the whole game. It doesn't work the whole game. It only works in spots. It's like it's like running the running the ball in football. When it works, you you really are are pleased with it. But when it doesn't work, it's horrendous looking. The second thing I lo- uh, third thing is I love Omax, but did you see Dante Exum move on the court? Did you just kind of see how he moved in and out and played pretty spot on defense? which I think that's pretty much what they want their wings to do other than Grant. They want Grant to they want their wings to play D and then shoot. But Exum is a glue guy. I don't I'm pretty sure Omax will be ready. But just in case, I wouldn't be surprised if Exum got some wing minutes because he looked pretty stout. Right. He's a big guy. He's not small and and if you're stealing 6 minutes at a time, that's fine. I I hope we see it. Yeah. Huh, that's all I have, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna light the fire and, uh, you know, pour some gasoline on it. But I do want, I wanted to see a different. Um, I mean, the offense and defense look the same. The actual structure of how we run it look the same. And we have so many players now that can switch on defense that it just shocked me to see them come out. We look like the B team um, playing against the A team varsity. That's that's a good comp. They were really sloppy, and that that was frustrating. So, I understand. All, all right, appreciate you. Hope you come back for sure. All right. Then last we got waiting down there. We got my man Leo. Leo, what is happening? Hi, can you hear me? Okay. I can. Thank you for joining once again. I'll get straight to the point. I do not know much basketball, but you I know, know more I than like... you think you do. Eh, but. I really just want to watch Shane Hardy play and I need someone to explain to me why are we playing Tim Hardaway ahead of him? Because in my personal view, the us succeeding this year is getting past the play in. Like we're not a play in team. We're in the sixth seed. We're doing good. 
if that's all we're going to be, I'd rather focus on the young guys. The way Josh and Hardy played today, I'm going to overreact because it's preseason and this is what we do. It looked good. It looked Josh, better than watching. Josh's jump pass was awesome. Oh, my God. With uh, the like Pal, Yes. That was such a nice pass. And like the fact that it was like a midair adjustment, it's so nice to watch. But like, it feels better than watching Luke and Kyrie, which is blasphemy. But it just feels crisp. It feels nicer. I don't. It doesn't feel like my turn, your turn, ball. And I'd rather have that than watch Tim just bump up shots. And I know he said, and I don't know, his comments at Media Day rubbed me the wrong way. Where he was like, "Our defense didn't play that bad last year," and I'm like, "What are you on about? Rebounding was an issue, but we played bad defense." I know I, Tim. Tim is not one I would go to for what good or bad defense looks like. So <laughs> I don't know if he knows. But other than that, uh, what were your personal thoughts on Lively? Because I read the piece and he's like, he's going to have some growing pains to do. But I, I, you know, considering how this might have been like his worst matchup in the league other than Giannis. I mean, you have two really big bigs and he didn't do like a bad job. I mean, Embiid, Giannis, Jokic. Uh, there's going to, you know, Nurkic, there's going to be a lot of centers that punish him early on. And that is just fine. My expectations are that he plays and that he doesn't do stuff that hang his teammates out to dry defensively. It's going to, there's going to be strength. There's going to be timing. There's stuff that he'll figure out. I feel pretty confident in that offensively. I need like, he, he has to go to remedial screen setting school. It's it's really incredible how bad he is at setting screens. But screen setting is not exactly a thing that's taught anymore. Um, it's very it's very nuts. That if he figures out how to set and hold a screen, when to release, when to roll, when to slip, which frankly just takes repetition, he's going to be amazing. He's going to be amazing. I I'm really bullish on him. I I, I don't you know. If by game 40 he still looks like this, then yeah, sound the alarm. But he was he was fine today. You know, five rebounds in 15 minutes. We don't get a lot. We have not got a lot of center rebounding the last several years, guys. You know? And it's five rebounds against Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I mean, he did have his shot thrown back in his face. Oh, God. Once, but I'm like, okay, he took a shot against the defensive player of the year. Uh, also, wasn't that a goaltending? I'm pretty sure on the broadcast, the shot they said the shot was falling down, so technically maybe i you know as that game wore on I, I i was more i was like writing and doing stuff at the same time because i'm you know i should be paying attention to my job today but I'm, i haven't um so i i i saw the shot but I, I didn't really pay close enough attention to whether it was um whether it was up or not so and just the final thing do other teams hire old players to mentor their players the way we're doing with lively and tyson chandler yeah yeah um the Boston Celtics coach actually had like a bit of a, a, he made some news yesterday talking about how he wants Celtic old heads back in the building. Um, so I, I think it's a good practice because here's the thing that, that may not be apparent on television. Derek Lively right now is bigger than Tyson Chandler was like, he's taller. A he's also literally heavier and bigger and look at how effective Tyson was for X number of years. So I think it's a heck of a mentor film school stuff. I, I I just, I, I think that's something that's going to be very productive over the long haul. And to you talking about having older players in the in the room, uh, Tyson Chandler recently did a, well, not recently, he did an interview with uh, Matt Barnes on all the Smoke podcast. Yep. We didn't cover and, it because I was being lazy. But <laughs> no, no I really, I really like the comments that they were talking about, like how 
we were always talking about how Luca really didn't have like a vet that he respected mm. on the team other than JJ. And mm-hmm. whenever he left, you felt the void. But having, even though we don't have that many vets on this team, not like the ones that you'd say, hey, go look at that guy. You respect him. But we do bring in like older players. We do have Sham God. We have uh, Tyson Chandler, mm-hmm. like on the coaching staff around the players to show them the way and to kind of set a precedent for what you're supposed to do in the league. I mean, it's something. One of the things we're going to get frustrated by as the year goes on is like the Mavericks just have so many assistant coaches. Like if you guys aren't happy with Kid, there's not going to be much to say because Kid will probably say, well, that's that person's job. That said, I do like the the idea of, of pairing kind of younger players up with a mentor. Um, it happens on these teams. So we'll we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm still feeling very bullish. All right. Uh, this is to good luck that we have two all rookie uh, players this year and uh, go Mavs. That's right, man. Thanks, Leo. Talk soon. Uh, to those of you, uh, Leo is is not 15. Uh, I do think he might still be in high school, but that's okay. Uh, we are, and no, not, that's a hilarious comment. Kirk, is this your kid on the mic? My kid would not be that respectful. My kid is rude. Um, <laughs> maybe that's an indication on me. All right, so it's been about 40 minutes. I think we should close up shop. Josh and I will be back a little later tonight if you want to come listen in live. Otherwise, it'll be on your feed at some point tomorrow. I'm probably going to run this show. You know what? I'm just going to put it up now. Uh, So we'll see if you could um, be sure to listen to the ads and all that stuff. That's how Josh and I get paid. Uh, Last thing I wanted to point out to everybody, if you didn't see it, I think you should go to the um, the YouTube channel Thinking Basketball. There is a really good post up about Dirk Nowitzki for all you Maverick old heads that you are going to absolutely love. Uh, Thanks so much for hanging out. Appreciate everybody's uh, time and hanging out with me. We will be back uh, of Josh and I tonight, then Josh and I on Saturday, but I probably won't do another one of these live streams until Tuesday after the Real Madrid game, uh, and maybe not even then until later at night. All right, everyone have a great rest of your week, and we will talk soon. Go Mavs.